Good morning, listeners. Welcome to another episode of the Med Ethics Podcast. Thank you for joining me today. And today we're going to finish our China social credit system case. Last week we just had a general overview of the case,、um, what it entails. Just we just looked over the document that the National Ethics Bowl competition submits. And、uh, today we'll actually dive into the、uh, our answers to the case, our solutions to the case, and their thesis and stuff like that. So once again, thank you for joining me. If you have any questions, please feel free to contact me through Spotify.、Um, yeah, and the PDF links, as always, will be posted in the episode description. So let's go ahead and get started. So last week we talked about、um, China's social credit system, in which the Chinese government is basically using a、uh, plus or minus scale based on citizens' behavior and How stu-、uh, citizens behave affects which life choices can they they can make. For example,、um, citizens with a very high social credit score will have an easier time receiving a home loan or traveling on an airplane, while、uh, citizens with a low social credit system are going to have difficulties、um, doing the same things. So that's just. Um, what we're trying to evaluate is whether that's ethical or not.、Um, so the paragraph, I mean, the case itself does present the positive and the negative of this. The second paragraph describes the citizens' account of how the、uh, social credit system has affected them. They see fewer people breaking laws. They see people driving better in fear of losing social credit. So overall, there is a benefit to society because citizens are acting better and they're performing moral actions compared to before, where they won't be judged or evaluated even for performing unethical actions.、Um, critics, however,、um, regard it as an invasion of privacy and personal freedom.、Um, so China's already expansive use of surveillance.、Um, Mass surveillance and the artificial intelli- artificial intelligence to keep tabs on its citizens is alarming, and for them to keep track of every citizen's single action to add and subtract to just produce one score that requires a lot of data, and most of the time that will definitely infringe on the citizen's privacy. Also, you need to think about the ethicality of just referring to each citizen as a number instead of a person. It's almost dehumanizing、um, to the point where it doesn't sound like they're even considered citizens anymore. They're just good or bad, and we all know that ethicality is、uh, influenced by a lot of factors in our society. And just to judge someone as bad because they perform bad actions, it's、uh, it shouldn't be done.、Um, everyone should be viewed. Ba- uh, through their backgrounds, through their influences, and all kinds of things like that. Another thing was that the social、uh, the social credit system can be used to pr-、uh, punish people that dissent from the Chinese government, and yeah, and it also might undermine intrinsic moral motivation through the overjustification effect of psychology. I talked about that last time. So yeah, let's go ahead and get started. So, as the thesis, I believe that in order to ensure morally right government that serves the true interest of its citizens while also maintaining safety, 
there needs to be changes to the social credit system. So I'll discuss the role of the government in morals. Um, also discuss other credit systems similar to China's um, and the concept of a harmonious society. Um, and then we're gonna talk about the counter arguments in social media and conclude with the solution. So first of all, the role of government in morals. Ethics refers to the standards that make a society a better place for all people, while morality provides for deeper considerations amounting to religion and spirituality. In order for the government to ensure that ethical standards are ad adhered to, um, ethics and aspects of moral morality are entrenched into the law. This makes it convenient. Uh, this makes it possible to enforce ethical standards and ensure that all people conform to the law. However, certain aspects of ethics and morality cannot be made legal. So, yeah, so usually our laws are shaped by our human compass or by our morals. And usually things that are cons uh, considered morally wrong, uh, if they are to a certain extent, are going to be against the law. And there's going to be some punishment for performing those actions as a way to deter, deter you from further performing those actions. But as I said, certain aspects of ethics and morality just cannot be made legal. It's not that black and white of an issue. So what does it mean to be a moral citizen? Um, so moral citizen, that was, that was actually just like a question for you guys. What do you think it does, what it means to be a moral citizen? Are there certain actions you perform and certain actions you can't perform? Do you have to contribute to society in a way? What obligations do you have? So um, on to my next point. So there's flaws in the credit system of China and there are immoralities in that that differentiate it from other systems like this in general. Um, in July um, of an unknown year, I'm sorry, I don't have the exact date. Uh, a Chinese university denied an incoming student his spot because the student's father had a bad social credit score. Um, indirectly punishing others who did nothing similar to how the DPRK where families are put in concentration camps because a family member from a hundred years ago did something wrong it's just extremely unethical imagine working that hard for a uh, for a university spot and to be denied but by not even your social credit score but someone you're related to so you can definitely see how having a bad social credit score or knowing someone who has a bad social credit score can really affect your life in a bad way. So also people are also banned from taking certain transport, riding first class or going to certain hotels. This hurts the local economy and businesses. Um, also immoralities in a system like this in general create a mob society where everyone becomes similar and becomes overly focused on doing what China defines as good. And that's another big problem. If you're assigning positive points to things that you define as good, who is setting up that scale? Who sets up which actions are good, which actions are bad, and which actions are this good, and which actions are this bad? Uh, so that's also problematic. If that's just in the role, uh, hands of the Chinese government and morality is not subject to interpretation by, by the citizens of the Chinese government, that just seems like infringement. Um, Let's keep going. Um, 
next thing I want to say was that people won't do good out of true virtue and wanting to do good because of this mob society. They're, they'll be more focused on gaining points. So they'll lose that internal motivation like we talked about. And uh, everything they do will just be for points. It, they'll lose the importance. They'll lose their value of morality. It'll just be so you can take certain transport, ride first class, or go to certain hotels, and out of many other things. So this entire system is like an extension of state censorship that's already extreme in China. And paranoia is another big problem. You can't trust anyone. People would step on other people to climb up, climb the point ladder. So let's move on to the next point. So what does China mean by creating a harmonious society? All punishments given are by China's extremely strict standards that seem to portray an extreme dictatorship where there's, forge, uh, where there's forced homogeneity and ideology. So punishable offenses include spending too long playing video games. I mean, just, just listening to that, you can see how this is a very messed up system. Punishable offenses include spending too long playing video games, wasting money on frivolous purchases, and posting on social media. Like, wow. So, <laughs> this is almost like a complete infringement of liberty and autonomy. You're not even allowed to spend your money on what you deem is what you want. If it's considered frivolous by your government, you're going to get punished for buying something with your own money. Also, for posting on social media, there's just no freedom of expression here. And it's pretty clear to see how the system is messed up in a very bad way. So it also, I think it encroaches on people's basic right of pursuit of happiness. This takes away even simple freedoms. And also, it just it's just a struggle to live your life like that because you would never know what is considered bad by the Chinese government. And you'd be hesitant about performing your own actions that you should easily be able to perform if you wanted to, because you don't know if you're going to lose social points for, for it. So systems like China um, trying to create a harmonious society only try to create an unethical system that serves its own purpose and motives. So we would like to acknowledge other similar systems we already encounter every day. Uh, social media kind of does this already. People get rejected from jobs or schools or face discrimination based on their political beliefs or social media posts. Um, children can be denied entrance to schools if parents have low scores. Contribute. Uh... Okay. This is a this is a class system technically, since children of families with low scores don't have have as many quality educational opportunities therefore having less good job opportunities therefore people with higher scores have a better chance at having better jobs and being wealthier than those with low scores so it does establish a class system almost and potentially an advantage of the system could be spun as motivating parents to keep their scores up for the sake of their children which is likely a government idea um, next thing I want to go over is the counter-argument. We do acknowledge that there is the argument that there are moral advantages to systems like this, especially in China, where the justice system on the local state level is basically non-existent. 
um, countries and areas without enough resources to properly try or deal with problems of crime could benefit from a system in which individuals are able to report what they see and assist the government. Another advantage is that even if people are acting in the interest of increasing their own score, they're still helping people around them in order to do so. So even if there is that over-justification effect and people lose the value of morality, they don't seek morality, they just seek points, the actions that they're performing that are morally good are still being performed at the end of the day. So... Um, if it's just a simple change in mindset, is that worth getting rid of the huge positive impacts we might see from this? Um, that's just a question we need to ask ourselves. Um, I have an example, by the way. So, for instance, helping someone cross a street just for the purpose of increasing your score, someone is still getting helped across the street. So, yeah. However, despite these arguments, we still firmly believe that China should avoid using an extreme system like this as the negative effects um, caused by the de degradation of privacy rights far outweighs any potential concept of a harmonious society. So even there, even though there is the possibility of, um, of a uh, moral, moral overturn, not overturn, a wave of morality that floods the Chinese uh, society because they're all trying to gain points, it's just an infringement at its very basic level and to implement something like that on your citizens it's it's unethical it's a breach of autonomy privacy liberty happiness everything so when governments make their citizens feel safe and protected uh the citizens themselves will feel morally encouraged to do the right thing to protect the society anyway and continue the sec the security and the peace the government is providing so establishing policies or implementing new policies that try to do that and make citizens feel more comfortable or at home, that might be a way to make them be more morally good just by their own account instead of forcing a social credit system onto them that they do not, that they have no say in at all. So, uh, yeah. Um, we went over the thesis, we went over um, what it is to be a moral citizen, we went over the uh, Chinese university example, mob society, paranoia, extension of state censorship, uh, punishable offenses, harmonious society, quote unquote harmonious. Um, yeah, and the counter argument and solutions. So. Once again, thank you for joining me in an episode of MedEthics. I hope you enjoyed today's installment. Thank you for tuning in and don't forget to stay ethical.